Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Oh, hey, before we start the show, i got to tell you about the Allegedly podcast with my lawyers, Bo Bowen and Ryan Schmidt. They got pop culture, they got legal news, they got behind-the-scenes antics, and a whole lot of laughs. One of the best podcasts I've ever heard. Allegedly with Bo and Ryan at thebowenlawgroup.com. Link in the description and everywhere you get your podcasts, of course. And now let the cartoons begin. The Bob Seska Show. Bob Seska. Hi, this is Dom DeLuise, and I hope you have a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I wish for you what I wish for myself, leftover turkey. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, December 1, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 681 of the Biden-Harris administration, 705 days until the 24th presidential election. Find me on Instagram at TheBobSeska, Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, and our Patreon is BobSeskaShow.com. Plus, you can find my link tree in the description of BobSeska.com under this episode, of course. Um, all right, so here's what's happening today. Jody Hamilton is flying off to see Randy Rainbow in the middle of the Pacific Ocean where there's apparently a volcano. So Jody's living her best life right now. And that just leaves me and this guy. It is David Ferguson. We call him T-Rex. His music project is Astral Summer, astralsummer.bandcamp.com. Just me and David today. This is going to be fun, huh? Boo. We <laughs> all, need some female energy to round this out. You I know? know. I know. If you listen carefully, you can hear all the Jody Hamilton fans turning off the podcast right about now. But that's okay. Please stick it. Don't, 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 don't go. Don't go. Don't, stay. Stay. Please stay. All right. We will <laughs> we'll do our best to give you some, 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 you know, our degrees in law and order and yeah. some Hollywood stories. And I promise you will barely notice that Jody's not here. We got to keep all of our nine listeners on board because otherwise we'd have none. All right, so uh, lots to talk about today. The House Ways and Means Committee now has, count them, six years of Donald Trump's federal tax returns, ending a, uh, a, a huge, huge pursuit by Democrats. I thought they to- were getting audited. Yeah, didn't you think that? That's what, that's what he was saying, right? They, they were audited, and that's why he can't release them, and that's one of the biggest lies yeah, he ever mm-hmm. told. It's just utter nonsense. But he keeps telling it because the people believe it. He keeps making all the stops because his people keep ringing the bell. But the Supreme Court, amazingly enough, the Supreme Court, which Donald Trump stacked with three judges, and I'm trying not to get too depressed about the fact that Donald Trump, this 
cartoon character from New York City was able to appoint man three, toddler from Queens <laughs> three Supreme Court justices larded down our Supreme Court with three pieces of human baggage that are completely <laughs> worthless and now yeah, they're no. now they're all shouting at him <laughs> because now they've given the Democrats and the House Ways and Means Committee uh, all of his uh, tax returns I said that's fine but now the clock is ticking Leak, 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 leak. Yeah, yeah. well, um. <laughs> they have to get to work fast because Kevin McCarthy takes over. What is it, January 3rd? Or I don't even know if it's going to be Kevin McCarthy. I thought, with it, okay. Yeah, well, no, what's I happening? Congress got it, came, like, went into session at the end of January. No, no, I think they all get sworn in right at the beginning of January. I think mm. it's uh, January 3rd. Okay. Kevin McCarthy might not actually <laughs> end up being Speaker of the House. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, well, the... the <laughs> I'm You're sorry. having so much fun with this. It's like all he's wanted for like his like last 15 years. Yeah. Every morning he goes and wakes up and he goes to the bathroom mirror and goes, ladies and gentlemen, Speaker McCarthy. <laughs> and it's <laughs> like the beginning of a quiz show with Jack Berry sitting in front of the mirror. Good evening. Exactly. I'm exactly. Jack Berry. Good evening. I'm Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. Good evening. I'm Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House. Let me try this one more time. Good evening. I'm Kevin McCarthy, Speaker of the House of Representatives. And no, that's not working out for him because the Rodeo Clown no, Caucus poor, is stealing his balloons. <laughs> poor little dryland head. They don't even have the House of Representatives yet, David. And it's already like, God, I think I've got like a popcorn hangover now watching the chaos among the Republican caucus over there. I mean, we've already elected all of our people. I mean, we're all ready to go. There was a little bit of thing with uh, Jim Clyburn and Cicilline, and but that's all settled. That got settled today. No problem there. The Democrats in array. Republicans in disarray, <laughs> but now uh, uh, Richie Neal and the House Ways and Means Committee has Donald Trump's tax returns. Ha! Ha! <laughs> ha! This is one of the things that scares him the most. The thing that he's most concerned about, other than any malfeasance that may emerge out of those tax returns, he's afraid of people seeing what he actually makes, what his actual net worth is. And that just terrifies him because everything has got to be exaggerated beyond, well beyond. I mean, his entire fortune, as I've been saying. No, I don't think he's even a billionaire. I think he's got. Like, he's I not. Think no. Lawrence O'Donnell like estimated it about twenty four million tops. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is like Lindsay Lohan money. His whole empire is built on debt and Russian money and duct tape. Somehow, it's just. It's a mess. He does not have, whatever he said, $9 billion. That's what he said his net worth was, $9 billion. No effing way does he have $9 billion. In his dreams, he has nine. In his adult, weird dream. I can't even imagine Donald Trump's dreams. <laughs> That's, his dreams take place in the upside down. That's how that works. That's how gross and terrifying oh, sure his dreams are. I'm the same dream again and again and again. He's eating a hamburger. It turns into a breast. It's on his mother, and then it's on Melania. <laughs> Holy and he wakes shit. up sweating and screaming. <laughs> hey, you have a crush on Jack Smith, don't you? I saw your uh, post on Facebook. I'm trying to play this a little. Uh, God damn it. You're gonna, his wife's going to kill me. <laughs> Gonna take out a mafia hit on me. Uh, what did, um. were you in his house <laughs> boiling a, a rabbit on his stove? Is that what happened? 
Is that why his wife is going to be upset? I will not be ignored, Jack. No. Um. <laughs> you wrote a great post on Facebook, though, where you were talking about how what Jack Smith both frightens you and turns you He's on. Yeah, kind of fine, yeah. but a little scary, but a little fine. Like, I don't know. Like, But I, like I said in the post, I've had my heart broken before by special prosecutors. You know, we were all geared up for, I don't know if you, you remember. Oh, I remember. Pra- Patrick Fitzgerald and the yep. Bush, you know, and the how, what a big, huge, wet, nothing you know, that was. that turned out to be. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, the, you know, Mueller time was a huge yawn thanks to the, you know, Bill Barr Justice Department. So I'm just, yeah. but, you know, I do, I mean, like, Jack Smith has come from The Hague. He's been prosecuting war criminals on mm. battlefield evidence, which is notoriously dicey shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, like, his filings to the court so far have basically been the legal equivalent of, hell no, and fuck that. <laughs> He's like, that is incorrect, he yeah, says. This yeah. is not the case. Like, he just, but he's been, I mean, he's hammering down these, like, basic things that we saw as contradictions three months ago when they're like, we're going to appoint a special master to mm-hmm. look at the classified documents to make sure they're not too classified. And it's like, that was all specious. Yeah. And we know that now. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, Smith is saying it in his filings, like, this is bullshit and it's not how America and justice works. Well, you know how I know that Donald Trump is terrified, too, of Jack Smith? I don't know if Donald Trump has a crush on Jack Smith like you do, but I know that he's terrified by Jack Smith. And, and the reason I know that is because he posted on Troth Central. Troth, Truth Central. Posted something about how Jack Smith has such a soft name. He said, isn't that a soft name, Jack Smith? It's very, very what? soft. Yeah. Jack it's Smith. Like a Hemingway character. I know. Yeah, it's like two chips of flint. Jack Smith. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's not Jack- a soft name at all. Yeah. A Jack is what you use to lift up one end of your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. Jack is also a nickname for people named John. And what is Donald Trump's middle goddamn name? John. So this indicates to oh, me. I thought it was Puddin. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go with that. From now on, it'll be Donald Puddin Donald Trump. Donald Puddin Trump. <laughs> Shit. Now now I just want to talk about that for the rest of the show. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Donald what kind of pudding, pudding Trump. Would it be? I think it's tapioca because he's so lumpy. Yeah, lumpy. <laughs> it's got all that crap in it. It's got, yeah, which I hate. I hate tapioca pudding because it's got all those chunks in it. It's like it's, it's not finished yet. It's vile and weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. It is vile and weird. It's larval. But it's on its way to being an actual dessert, but we interrupted it and cut open the pupa too soon <laughs> <laughs> and ended up with tapioca pudding. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, Jack Smith reminds me of the T-1000 in Terminator 2. That, that same dead-eyed yes, look. Yeah. yeah, like Donald Trump could be on one side of prison bars and Jack Smith would just merge through the prison bars to get Donald Trump. <laughs> That's what he looks like to me. Can you imagine trying to sleep at night knowing that Jack Smith is bearing down on you? That Jack Smith has all of this evidence? <laughs> that Jack Smith has at least one grand jury Jack at his Smith's disposal? tears can cure cancer, but he never cries. <laughs> yeah. Was it with that uniform, that purple and black uniform from The Hague? Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. That's actually his choir robe. He sings bass in the I'm going to beat your ass sucker choir. <laughs> <laughs> 
Holy shit. This is uh, David on Fire Day, ladies and gentlemen. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> now I've gotten rid of Jody and my real plan can unfold. <laughs> yeah, so be prepared. Your love for Jack Smith may go unrequited, but there's a very good chance that he could deliver on indictments here. I think there's a, an especially That's strong chance that this uh, could happen. I mean, why would Merrick Garland go I don't care about your other girls. <laughs> Just indict that fucker. Yeah, I, you know, that'll be all the foreplay I need. Well, I, why would he Merrick be, Garland... He'll hand out an indictment and I'll be like toes curling, eyes rolled up. <laughs> oh, you know, like... Well, it's obvious that Merrick Garland appointed this guy to add an extra layer of separation between the accusation of partisanship, a partisan prosecution, and Donald Trump's fat ass. You know what? We got to make this look as on the level as humanly possible. We've got to erase this patina of uh, a political witch hunt from all of this even though we know it's not even though we know they're gonna call it that anyway what's that that's uh, they're gonna call it a witch hunt anyway oh well yes I mean, that's of course just their only that's their only play yeah that they have yeah. so they're gonna they're gonna pretend that's what it is but like yeah. i do think that yeah appointing well, a special counsel gives it an extra edge of removal from Merrick Garland's personal self. Exactly, know, exactly. Well, so. I, th I think his actions, I think Merrick Garland's actions are less about uh, contemporaneousness, about what's happening now, and more about the long view of history, how history is going to look back upon what he's doing, how future attorneys general will operate when it comes to the possibility of investigating an ex-president of the opposite party. Yeah, and that's sweet. He thinks people are going to be alive in 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you at least got a plan. Like anyone's going to be around to look back on this shit. But yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go, Merrick. Right, right. So if I were Donald Trump, I would have the sleep struggle, as Lawrence O'Donnell puts it. The sleep, just trying desperately to fall asleep. And I guess that... Uh, would be a reason why we've noticed him trothing on Troth Central. Troth Central. Trothing at like 2.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. He's been doing that a lot lately. Just reacting to shit in the middle of the night. And why is that happening? Because he can't fall asleep because he knows that Jack Smith is like merging through prison bars to chase after him relentlessly with big spikes for <laughs> arms, big liquid metal spikes that he's going to impale Donald Trump with and throw him into the next nearest federal penitentiary. That's how that's all working. And so I would not hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does. He's, he looks like a no bullshit motherfucker. No, that's exactly um, right. Yeah. But. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what, I mean, we'll see. And like I said, his filings that I've read so far have basically just been like, uh, counselor, you're full of shit. Go suck it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, we got to talk about this. This is the big news of the day. And God, do I hate that this is the big news of the day. I hate that Kanye West is the big news of the day that everyone's talking about on Twitter and social media and cable news and so on. Kanye West went on the Alex Jones show with, how are we pronouncing his last name, David? Nick? Fuentes. Fuentes. Like it's supposed to be pronounced when you're, you know, a Latino immigrant, yeah. Mr. Fuentes. Yeah. Like, I, yeah I, like, he's like, I mean, Mr. White nationalist. I'm like, dude, you're Latin. 
Like, by the Nazi rules, a drop of any other kind of blood in your body makes you all the way that thing. And so, dude, I don't care how many generations removed you are. Your last name is Fuentes. You're Hispanic. You are white adjacent. Well, he's like a perfor- <laughs> he's a performance artist is what he seems like. I think he knows exactly what he's doing. But the fact that he says all of these awful, awful things with that gigantic yeah. ear-to-ear shit-eating grin on his face... It's just, no, it's, I think he's completely nuts. He's completely <laughs> out to lunch. Yeah. He is delusional. And I mean, and my husband's, you know, his gaydar is actually possibly even keener than mine. Uh, <laughs> mainly because I think, you know, I don't know. But he was just like, you know, he was like, I was like, he's like, that's their guy, you know. <laughs> and I was like, yep. You know, and he's like, but he is a gay. <laughs> I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah, well, not according to Mr. Fuentes. Mr. Fuentes says he's too busy for a girlfriend. <laughs> ben really said he is a gay. He is a, but he is a gay. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> like, what is it about him? I mean, I've heard him say some things that even like triggered my gaydar. So, what was it that you guys are well, observing? I think you and most ben? people have have pretty have gaydar, and we let people lie to us sometimes and mm-hmm. deny what it's telling us. But I haven't had somebody hit my radar as so obviously gay since probably Randy Rainbow himself. <laughs> um, so. Well, that's an easy one. But with Nick Fuentes, yeah, yeah I but, guess. He's so vocal. Nick Fuentes is pretty fucking easy. Yeah. I mean, just look at him. I mean, I think you've been overexposed to his bullshit. You're like, but see, Ben's never seen him before. (laughs) And so Ben just took one look at him and was like, gay, again, (laughs) closeted. You know? (laughs) The thing with Nick Fuentes, I saw a video of him the other day on Twitter where he was talking about how all sex, any variety of sex, is gay sex. Straight sex is gay sex. Gay sex is gay sex. Uh, you know, a pants. Well, obviously, I mean, that's a little redundant, but like yeah. lesbian sex is gay sex. It's, well, it's all, you know, yeah, I've heard this gay. from like crazy far, 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 far left, like lesbian, anti, like, like, you know, that all oral sex is rape. Right. If it's a penis and, a, you know, like, but that's like, uh, that's, I mean, he's. Well, kind of making the horseshoe there. <laughs> it's going all the way around to the extreme feminist position. Okay, buddy. Plus, that is why he is still a virgin, according to him. Uh, he's not in a relationship, and that he believes that yeah. being an incel is the only straight sexuality. But he calls himself a vol cell. He's a voluntary <laughs> celibate. Yeah. He's on a mission from God, and he just doesn't have time for girls and oogie stuff like that. No, I've seen this movie before, and it always ends the same way. The countdown has begun until he gets clocked in some sex tourism capital with a 17-year-old boy who he, quote, hired to carry his bags yeah. on his vacation to Thailand. I mean, it's no, dude. I mean, we see it. I, I, yeah. I can't believe other people don't obviously see it as well. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he really is just like a princing, I mean, I, I mean, I, um, <laughs> a preening, mincing little dandy with his little tiny size four feet. And he's just like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. He's See, trying so hard. And it's just like, dude, like my husband took one look at you before you'd even said an entire sentence. It was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know? Exactly. Well, he's, like, uh, he's, but he's a gay. 
That's what he said. You well, know, you know, yeah. you were mentioning how Nick has some uh, Latino heritage. I think it's his grandfather who is Latino, and that's where the name Fuentes okay. comes from. But so he I, was an immigrant, right? And uh, you hate immigrants. So, like, dude, you can't – that's nowhere to stand on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Your name is Fuentes. You are the child of – a grandchild of an immigrant. So suck it up, kid. You're yeah, but, white adjacent. You're not white. But at the same time, Kanye West is black, and Kanye West was on with Alex Jones today just praising Adolf Hitler. I mean, not even veiling Kanye it West has got a bad case of, like, of Elon-itis or Trump-itis where he's <laughs> been, like, so successful and yeah. has so many yes-men around him that he's completely left the factual runway. Like, he is off the runway in the lake. Like, you know, and doesn't think he's even black anymore because he's so special and so talented and so on a manic phase that he's like beyond race. He's he would tell you that he has transcended race. I'm pretty sure. Well, he was wearing some kind of uh, some kind of weird hood. I don't know what you would even call it. God, (laughs) it's a mask. It's like it covered his entire. This is on the Alex Jones show It's like a black mask with a zipper down the front of it. And no eye holes, no mouth holes. It just covered his whole head, which is so strange in the first place. He's losing his shit. I'm sure Alex Jones was awesome with that. Yeah. Like that's not, you know, Hollywood weirdos at all. I mean, that's not the loony yeah. Hollywood, you know, celebrities acting crazy. No, that's just our guest today who's going to explain to us how, it's, you know, Jews make the frogs gay. I owe $10 billion to the Sandy Hook family, so therefore, (laughs) come on down, buy yourself the Kanye West black S&M hood. That's it, but I mean, then he basically owes like France GD France's GDP to the to the families of the Sandy Hook. Kids. That's right. I mean, he's like, uh, I mean, how does you even? I mean, I, and I hope they get it, but yeah. I mean, it's just like. Well, here's what the hooded Kanye West said about Adolf Hitler. You're not a Nazi. You don't deserve to be called that and demonized. Okay, so it starts right out with Alex Jones turning to Kanye West and saying, "You're not a Nazi." And you're about to disprove everything I just said right now, aren't you? Well, I I see I I see good things about Hitler also. The Jew I love everyone, and Jewish people are not going to tell me you can love, um, you know, us, Jesus. and you can love what we're doing to you with the contracts, and you can love what we're you know what we're pushing with the pornography. But this guy that. Invented highways, invented the very microphone that I use as a musician. Okay, stop right there. We're going to stop this here. We got 13 seconds left to go. But I got to say, Hitler did not invent highways or the microphone. I don't know where he's getting that. It doesn't really matter where he's getting it. It's just wrong. Nazi audio technology was really good. Early in the war, they were using it for public address. Sure. And it, they did pioneer, like the Sennheiser company that makes wonderful studio microphones. That he's, That's what he's talking about. He's talking about Sennheiser. So they advanced the technology a little bit, but Hitler himself did not invent microphones no. or highways. <laughs> just so we're clear about that, Kanye. <laughs> And I love the fact that he's on a radio show sounding like he's talking through a sock with that hood over his head. That this person ever did anything good, and I'm done with that. I'm done with the classifications. Every human being has something of value that they brought to the table, especially Hitler. Especially Hitler. Oh, no. Don't you know, David, can't you just see it hurts? hurts. Can't you see the world through the prism of Adolf Hitler? I mean, the good things like microphones and highways, (laughs) which he did. 
which he didn't invent. And he really did like his dogs. I mean, can you imagine if his mother had encouraged him with his art? You know, maybe the world would have turned out differently. I, there's, there's so much apocryphal garbage about that, and I've heard so many different I things know. about paintings and that you rescued a guy from a drowning river. And, and I, so I don't even really know, like, how many paintings he ever did or if his parents approved it or not. Because yeah. he's a garbage person whose life I don't want to look at any closer, just like Jeffrey Dahmer. I don't mm-hmm. really care yeah. what made that monster. Mm-hmm. I care that he is gone. That's such a great um, point because I tweeted about this exact thing it's this attempted humanization of monsters in our culture, in our entertainment. Can we please end this bullshit, this cultural entertainment trope of manufacturing empathy for villains? That's what's turning what used to be very distinctive differences between right and wrong into this blurry, gunky gray area where we don't know, okay, well, I guess Adolf Hitler was, after all, a nice guy because, you know, all people have... Something that they bring to the table. Just a misunderstood technocrat. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) plus highways and microphones. Yes, he has value that he brought to the table. Adolf Hitler has. Just like and Nazis were snappy ass dressers, man. (laughs) If you wear a floor length leather coat to this day, you're going home with somebody from the bar. I'm so surprised he didn't bring that up. I swear to God, how long before Kanye West starts selling? Nazi-inspired outfits on his official store. God, I, I mean, not. and and you, uh, Kanye West of all people. I mean, my God. Okay, yeah, you expect it from Nick Fuentes and Alex Jones and Donald Trump and the entire array. I mean, up and down the AM radio. The first syllable's got to rhyme with "hey." It's Fuentes. <laughs> Fuentes. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Right. Well, I guess this is, all comes from the drive to always be in the headlines. And but but now he's doubling down on all of this shit. Like he's in big trouble. He's lost Adidas, he's lost supporters, he's lost fans, and then he just keeps effing that chicken as the saying goes. He keeps going back in and and <laughs> and, and and falling into the propeller over and over again. It's like Elon Musk keeps doing the same shit over and, and over like again. He's like jumping rope with the propeller at yeah, this point. Yeah, you know? it's like, like or, go, going leaping back and forth through it like ground beef. But yeah, like, yeah. Well, Kimberly had uh, Jared Yates Sexton on her show this week, and he was talking about how you know ultimately the Department of Justice does not want to be in a position where it's prosecuting Donald Trump, but Donald Trump will not go away. He will never go away. Right. And the no, fact that he, won't he is stop still until he's dead. Exactly. The fact that he's still on the scene is driving these investigations against him. So these idiots, whether it's Kanye West or Nick Fuentes or Elon Musk or Donald Trump, they keep going back for more. Look, you're in big trouble. Shut the fuck up. Whatever happened to that phrase where, you know, you'd get a press secretary in the White House stepping up to the podium and saying, it's not the policy of this administration to comment on ongoing investigations. But now it's like the exact opposite of that. It's absolutely the policy of all these people to comment on how fucked they are, thus making things worse for themselves. So it continues on and on. (laughs) Well, it's this whole thing happens, though, when you reach a certain level of fame and success Mm -hmm. where you can you know, you can make sure that everybody around you is is on the same page in terms of worshiping you. Mm -hmm. And when you get that kind of shield between you and the actual world, uh, 
you can, I mean, it's very, very easy to get, the, the, the handles of reality get slippery indeed. <laughs> uh, I mean, and even just like living here in Athens, Georgia, when my band was like really big and like just random guys were like hitting on me in bars or offering me drugs or whatever, it was just like, it's, it gets very slippery. Yeah. Because you start to think, well, I'm really special. Mm-hmm. You know, this is all happening to me because I deserve it. Or you have the and sense of invincibility. Like even when yeah. you're trying to be level-headed, mm-hmm. like it just gets like it, it gets hard to keep your feet on the ground and you know, like your your ass and your head in separate places. Like it's just yeah. very easy to start to believe. You get high on your own fumes, yeah. and if you're someone like Kanye West, who's who brags about never having read an entire book in his life, he's got nothing intellectually to fall back on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. he's and I, I wonder if there's something too where if you get a big enough audience and certainly Kanye West has played some gigantic shows and done some just oh, yeah. massive unprecedented tours where it seems to me as if it would be next to impossible to night after night look out at a crowd of adoring fans like that just utterly screaming their heads off for you it seems like that would really fuck you up I mean can you imagine being for example the Rolling Stones my God, that's going to fuck yet, up And yeah, I anybody. think those guys have found a way to be themselves and live with that. I mean, mm-hmm. when they talk about themselves as musicians, yeah. they seem pretty humble. I mean, Keith Richards is always like, yeah, it's a bit of scratch and tyke. And yeah, Bob's your uncle. But they're very hard. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it's not like they're like, we are deities. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, that's I know. where, you know, Prince was kind of, you know, uh, huffing those fumes of like God has chosen me and it led to a lonely you know drug addled painful death which oh, is yeah. pitiful and sad yeah. but yeah. like you surround yourself with people who will only be worshipers of you and you lose touch with reality immediately yeah like it's yeah. just a prerequisite like and it's Well, there's an additional layer to all that now because just regular people are attaining huge audiences like that. And I I don't think we all know how to quite handle that. I don't think we're wired for, and this goes into my ongoing thesis about how we're just not evolved enough for the internet and access to all of this information. And I think it's fucking with people's heads. I don't know, given how often though, I look in the mirror and think, man, I wish I could just get paid to wear clothes beautifully. (laughs) The the influencer thing was going to happen. You know? <laughs> yeah, I wish I could just get paid to wear clothes beautifully. I love that. Yeah, me too. Me Dude, too. I'd be the richest man in the Southeast. Like, <laughs> I, mean, just... I mean, yes, it would be nice, but there are very distinctive downsides to all of that. See also Elvis Presley. I mean, Jesus. Right. Talk about a guy who could not digest his own notoriety. I mean, that was another case. Literally, where... because there was a giant plug of Vicodin in his guts <laughs> that was not going anywhere because... <clears throat> you're killing me today. Whatever you're taking, please send it's some totally to me. It's totally true, though. Do you have it's any extra totally samples? Can you send? Like, <laughs> it's nothing, dude. I, like, I don't even have any weed right now. <laughs> this, is, this is just like complete, like unfiltered T Rex. Wow. Uh, holy sorry. shit. Okay. Caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm having a great you know, time. I don't know if you've ever done a lot of opiates, but your fucking gut stopped moving. You're <laughs> constipated for oh, yeah. days. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Elvis's colon so. weighed 40 pounds, and it was impacted with a white chalky material. And that is the abs- that was from the autopsy. That's the absolute truth. So what you said is yeah, accurate. <laughs> Funny, accurate, also. Tragic, yes, that too. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. Well, coming up here, we're going to play uh, Who Said It, which thanks to Stephanie Miller for the idea. We're going to have an edition of Who Said It. I'm going to read a few quotes here from someone who you wouldn't expect to say something like what I'm about to read. So that's coming up here in just a second. Plus, Elon Musk's fuckery continues. We've got a lot of Elon stories that I want to talk about here. Plus, the, one of the weirdest things to start happening on Twitter since he took over. And it's now I've seen it a bunch of times and it's not good. It's not fun and it's pissing me off so be prepared this is uh something that i think we could all expect what we're about to talk about when it comes to elon musk that and a whole lot more coming up here on our big uh, thursday show but first if you're only listening to the free portion of this here podcast on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you're getting your podcasts, you're only hearing the first hour of the show. There's an extra 20 minutes of show that continues all of the fun and festivities after the end credits roll at the end of every Tuesday and Thursday show. And it's only happening on our Patreon page. Of course, I'm talking about the Shadow Docket podcast at patreon.com slash Show or simply bobseskashow.com. Link in the description. It's a completely unfiltered commercial-free continuation of all the fun and news, and it's only going to cost you pennies per episode. Episode. The Shatter Docket drops every Tuesday. And today, and yeah, we're going to talk about sex-related injuries on the pond. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to start thinking about that one. But yeah, we're going to definitely talk yep. about that on uh, Tuesday's uh, Shatter Docket. Buzz and I talked about when I first started interning for him at the Don and Mike Show at WJFK in Washington D.C. That was a lot of fun to uh, go back and reminisce. Thirty years since I met Buzz for the first time, I can't even back when radio it. was a couple of coffee cans and a piece of wax string. <laughs> That's right. That was I, I started in radio right when radio was starting to fall apart as a medium. But that's a whole other story. So the Shadow Docket drops every Tuesday and Thursday after the free shows, and it's only going to cost you five bucks per month. Plus, you're going to be supporting this fully independent podcast. Don't miss out. BobSuskaShow.com. Bookmark it. Send it to all your friends. And sign up now. We thank you in advance. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. We've hauled out all the decorations on the show. This yeah, is the. What you did in here. I mean, yeah. 
I didn't know that 16 different colors of Christmas lights even existed. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is Gypsy Moss, by the way. Yeah, maybe this Christmas is the it's name nice. of the song. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, we're going to play some uh, some new tracks, some new Christmas tracks from our indie recording artists. Plus, uh, we'll be revisiting some old favorites between now. Oh, my God. We've only got... We've only got two more Thursday shows after this one before the end of the year. Sad. Shut up. Sad. I know. I know. So sad. 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 Okay. <laughs> Again, bobseska.com slash music to submit your work to the show. We're only going to be playing new music. We're, we're pushing off all the new music to January because we're playing holiday music between now and the break. All right. <laughs> Let's play Who Said It. Here we go. Where's the yeah, music for this? Okay. Yeah. Let me put my thinking hat on. Yeah, again, thanks to Stephanie Miller. Their version of this uh, game show is a lot funnier than mine. I'll just preface by saying that. Because they use actual audio for it, and Chris Lavoie always has a funny answer. That's most often like a cartoon character. Sometimes like a Sid Marty Croft character, too. But we're just going to dive in anyway. I saw this quote today come up. Uh, and I just had to throw it into uh, this format, this game show format. All right, David, get ready. Who said it? Okay. Here's the quote. I'm braced. I'm ready. Republicans must learn to quit underestimating POTUS, Joe Biden. Conservatives' hostility to Biden administration on our terms tends to blind us to just how effective Biden has been. Biden team had one of the best first one of the best first-term off-year elections in history. Okay, David Ferguson, T-Rex, who said it? I'm, well, you know, mm. you want you want a multiple choice, or should I <clears throat> let you try to nah. guess? I don't think it matters. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna go with B. Arthur. B. Arthur, that is uh, incorrect. I'll give you I'll give you one more guess. Okay. <laughs> Take one more stab. Ivanka Trump. No, but that no. would be funny if it was. Uh, no, that was Newt, <laughs> Newt Gingrich. Not not only did he say this, but he actually wrote it down on his blog at Gingrich360.com. I can't believe it, and I I just I would not want to be Gingrich360. Like anybody wants that? Like we all want to get a complete orbital view of Newt Gingrich's body. <laughs> Give me a fucking break. <laughs> it has its own little gravitational fat, little planetoid made of Crisco. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. The only planet that sweats. I would not want to be in his Twitter mentions today. Uh, can you imagine praising Joe, being Newt Gingrich and then praising Joe Biden? The number of instances of Rhino on Twitter are just off the charts, I'm sure. But, I mean, he's been at the vanguard of all the fuckery that we've seen for the last, uh, mm-hmm. what's, what it's been, 40 years in American politics, especially at the congressional level. Yeah. Newt Gingrich is responsible for so much of the awfulness in our politics right now. It's hard to even define how he has uh, uh, ruined any sense of civility in American politics. And yet here he is saying, hey, you know what? Maybe we should pay attention to what Joe Biden's doing because, you know what? He had a really good first-term election, uh, midterm election, and we should stop underestimating him. And that's true. Stop underestimating Joe Biden. I mean, I think that's— I will hand Newt Gingrich is, like, 
you know, he knows how to make money. He's got like so many different financial frauds and like schemes going to milk donors. Yeah. That I mean, remember he it was almost impossible for him to enter the primary last time because he had to untangle so many financial conflicting interests. Right. And I just think he sees the donor money drying up and he's like, "Okay, folks, we got to turn this shit around." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, "Uh, you know, like Callista's diamonds are not going to buy themselves." Uh so Well, when do you think yeah. how soon do you think that they will begin to circle their wagons around Trump again. Is it going to be maybe sometime next year when they start to see who else starts running for president or are they going to never do it? Are they never going to? Is, is this the end for Trump? Because I'm really hesitant to say this is the end for Trump, especially after this Kanye, Nick Fuentes I don't thing. think this is the end for for Trump as a media noise yeah. and as a like kind of free-floating industrial chemical spill <laughs> combined with a hurricane. <laughs> like, I mean, it's still going to be out there. But I, I do think that, you know, politics thrives on the novel. Yeah. And that was his whole shtick the first time around was that he was like this new thing mm-hmm. that was letting people, you know, say and do the shittiest, nastiest parts of themselves out loud. Yeah. Um, but he's not the new thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And the novelty is kind of, I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I think even his supporters are getting exhausted. Yeah. Yeah. And just over it. What's uh, the what's the most important thing for Republicans? The most important thing for Republicans is winning. Donald power. Trump has yeah. lost three general elections in a row. I mean, if you include 2016, the fact that he didn't even win the popular vote in 2016, you could throw that in there with maybe an asterisk next to it. But, you know, whether it's mm-hmm. 2020 or 2018, 2020, 2022, where in every single one of those cases, Donald Trump was kind of on the ballot. I mean, literally on the ballot in 2020. And each one of those cases, the Democrats came out on top. And strikingly so, historically so, just as Newt Gingrich said on his blog that uh, the Democrats had a hell of a midterm this year. And it was because I think a lot of voters, especially independent voters, are rejecting Trumpism. Thank God. Thank God. It's not dead yet. It's just mostly dead. The margins are still awful slim. Yeah, yeah, Uh, that's true. Yeah. But I think this will, oh God, you know what? I start to go down that road and I just think of all the other times. I think of Charlottesville and Helsinki and January 6th and all of the uh, grabbing by the pussy and all that. Oh God, we got him. We got him. But no, I don't think. (laughs) We got him. We got him. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think we got him yet. I don't think if he's indicted, I don't think even that will get him. I'm super concerned about like the Kathy Bates at the end of misery thing where we think he's dead. And then suddenly he pops back to life again and starts like strangling us or something like that, biting our shoulder or whatever they do. And uh, (laughs) that's the ongoing concern. So uh, it's entirely possible that he's done, but I'll, I'll wait for the actual verdict. I'll wait until after, we get through some primaries because what could really signify whether Trump is done is if he loses like the first couple of primaries, which is entirely possible. Mm-hmm. And even then that's going to be, you talk about having an IV drip of popcorn somehow. Holy shit. Dude, I, I see. I'm not, I'm not even sure he's still going to be a viable thing yeah. by the time the primaries for 2024 get kicked off. Cause I feel like the wheels are coming off for him mm-hmm. and this whole like Nick Fuentes dinner party thing. I mean, that was such a fucking fracas. And the fact that Milo Yiannopoulos is back in the picture yeah. on this just shows you like, I mean, there really should have been a sign on the wall that like, you know, it's like, you don't have to be like a demented has been to work here, but it helps. Yeah. You know, like between, 
between him and Kanye and the president or former president and everybody there except Nick Fuentes is on the backside of their media swell. But did you, you see know, what like, Milo said? Milo said that they did that intentionally. They went to Mar-a-Lago intentionally. Oh, and then he tried to turn it around and pretend it was some kind of psyop thing. And yeah. It's like, no. Well, even yeah, Fuentes. someone who wants to portray yeah. themselves as the internet's greatest supervillain. It's uh. like, Milo, you're shitty at this. <laughs> you're like, psych, made you look. You know, it's like, dude, that's not working for you anymore. Nobody believes you. We know it was a fuck up. Go ahead and admit it was a, but this is like the whole Bannon thing of trying to portray, you know, I'm, I feel more powerful than ever right now when he's yeah. in handcuffs, you know, like. Well, uh, if you see it through the prism of Milo Yiannopoulos being Kanye West's campaign manager, which is apparently a thing, I guess. They're traveling around together and, and Kanye seems to be wanting to run for president. So in that regard, I guess it makes sense that they would try to undermine Donald Trump somehow. But how do you undermine Donald Trump while at the same time parading around saying, Hitler's awesome, see also highways and microphones, and how, oh, everyone's got some good in them, like Hitler. Um, why would they, like, all at once try to taint Trump with that? but then embrace it themselves. I guess that's what chaos people do, like chaos agents. These are stupid people on lots of drugs. <laughs> They're not going to make a lot of yeah. sense. Yeah, here I am trying to analyze them in, in some sort of logical, no, really. rational way. And it's way. just like six chickens in a, fighting in a, in, a, <laughs> in a run, you know? Like, I mean, just like... Yeah. Yep. So along those lines, Elon Musk's fuckery continues over at Twitter. So Elon Musk is under renewed pressure from the U.S. and the European Union over his ownership of Twitter as regulators clamp down on the billionaire's push to transform the social network into a free-willing haven of free speech. The European Commission, this is the important part of the story, on Wednesday threatened Musk with a ban unless Twitter abides by strict content moderation rules. As U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen indicated that uh, Washington was reviewing his purchase of the social network. Um, so the warning from Brussels came in a video call between Musk and Thierry Breton, the EU's commissioner in charge of implementing the bloc's digital rules, according to people with knowledge of the conversation. So Breton told Musk that Twitter must adhere to a checklist of rules, including ditching an arbitrary approach to reinstating banned users, pursuing disinformation aggressively, and agreeing to an extensive independent audit of the platform next year. So if Musk wants the EU to continue allowing Twitter to be a thing there, he's going to have to make some changes to whatever the hell it is he's doing. Which means, as I said, he's content moderation. He's everybody who so. knows how to... Yeah. Make those changes. He fired the entire entire content moderation staff. I mean, he's mm -hmm. he. I, I and I don't think. And again, I like. I don't think this guy's a genius. I don't think he's savvy. I don't think he's you know crazy like a fox. I think he's just stupid, arrogant, and incompetent, and way in way over his head. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And the EU is saying we can't offer this product to people without some assurances that their information and data will be safe, mm -hmm. without some indications that you are like not spreading health disinformation and things that are actively harmful to our, to our well-being. Well, I think some um, of it is, yeah. and, and Occam's razor dictates that Elon Musk maybe is just doing this because he's incompetent and a weirdo. But then I think there's something more well, nefarious to— Well, a 14-year-old yeah. edgelord. You know, I mean, he's like— Well, I mean, at the same time, we've seen the numbers where Democrats are losing 
hundreds of thousands of followers. I'm talking about Democratic lawmakers. While Republicans are gaining hundreds of thousands of followers, uh, Elon Musk has said point blank that he wants all of the judgy, what do you call them, judgy hall monitors out of the way, which means the traditional press. He wants the news media off Twitter. And anyone who believes in that institution should be off Twitter because we're all hall monitors somehow. And so it, I get the he sense that— He doesn't understand that like these people that he considers judgy hall monitors have the power to unplug his shit. Exactly. And take him out of the Apple App Store. Because Apple, again, they're not going to offer their users— and customers a product that is dangerous to them. And, I mean, it's, yeah. it would be like, you know, it's like uh, CVS deciding they're not going to carry tobacco anymore. Well, they apparently like worked exactly it out. that kind of— Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, I think Tim Cook and Elon Musk worked it out yesterday as far as whether or not Apple would continue to carry the Twitter app on the App Store. But what I don't think was worked out yet— is whether Apple will continue to advertise on Twitter. And Apple was spending $50 million a quarter on Twitter. And that was before Elon Musk. And so if they pull out that advertising revenue, that's going to screw Elon Musk in a big, big way. And so that, I, don't th I think, remains an unresolved issue. And so I think it's just the same with a bunch of other top-shelf advertisers. I think he lost half of all of his top-shelf advertisers. Mm -hmm. So that's all bad for him. And I don't think he's going to be able to create a version of Twitter that's exclusive to the EU and a separate version of Twitter that's exclusive to the United States or Canada or whatever. I think he's got to just make one Twitter, one he massive. He sure need some engineers. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's like, it's going to end up being like California setting emissions standards, right? So all the right. auto manufacturers have to make cars that comply with California and therefore those cars get sold around the world. And that's how California leads the way on emissions standards for cars. And I think the EU putting its foot down and saying, no, fucker, you're going to have to do some content moderation on here. You can't just do this crazy, erratic bullshit that you've been doing. We'll pull the plug on Twitter if we have to. And that may force him to actually make some correct decisions for a change, which he hasn't done yet. But this, I think this is all ultimately good news, what we're hearing out of the EU. I think when we back up at it and look at the bigger picture of this, again, if, if there are people alive in 50 years, I think this is kind <laughs> of the beginning of the end, hopefully, for these billionaire manchildren being allowed to run amok with important things that people use yeah. that they can just buy as a toy and break it. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I the, the, the people and the, the quote unquote judgy hall monitors are actually the vanguard of, of civilization mm -hmm. yeah. saying like, no, you can't drag this backwards. You can't, you know, make this dangerous for people and 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 then continue to sell it to them. Yeah. I mean, there are things that were done at Twitter for very specific reasons and reasons that Elon Musk just simply doesn't understand because he's got this ridiculous kind of stunted view of what free speech means. He's got a ridiculous, stunted view of uh, what uh, journalism means as well, because I think this drives a lot of his animosity. He just doesn't like the press. But well, he the takes press it to is also the people who are calling him out for being a fucking incompetent edgelord, you know, yeah, like yeah. that's why he hates us. Oh, of course. Because we're, we're a mirror. Mm -hmm. You know, the press is, you know, that's why Donald Trump hates the press, because it's a mirror. Yeah. It's yeah. just like, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. meantime, the other news is, and this is more disturbing, uh, as far as the Elon Musk news goes, uh, Twitter is no longer enforcing its COVID disinformation policy. And so now Twitter is now going to be ground zero for this, like not just one geyser, but 
millions of geysers of disinformation. I think it's a little hilarious that he yeah. said Trump could come back and Trump was like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, because you know why? You know why Trump's not going to do it? Because the trophy. Well, because sent- he has his own social network, you know, well, yeah. to promote. It's, exactly. I'm Plus, sure that Trump himself was like, I can't wait to get back on Twitter. And his people were like, dude, you can't promote your own brand and use your number one competitor at the same time. Of course not. Plus, shareholders in DWAC, there are shareholders there who will sue Donald Trump if he promotes another social media platform in addition to his own. That's a real thing that could happen. And I don't think Donald Trump wants another lawsuit on his hands. He's Because he's got all the lawsuits. You just thumb through a list of lawsuits and all with 99% lawsuits, of them. All the lawsuits that I have, all, all the classified. <laughs> Russia, 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 then Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. And now it's this lawsuit from something called Troth Central. Troth Central. In all, in all of the shareholders, in all, just look at, look at all of the share. Oh my God, I'm so sick of that. I'm so sick of him talking. Okay. Meantime. Ron DeSantis is pushing for big government regulation of the free market. (laughs) He's calling for... Of course he is. Yeah, he's calling for Congress to investigate Apple because Apple wanted to remove Elon Musk's Twitter app from the App Store. And so DeSantis said, that would be a huge, huge mistake. And it would be a really raw exercise of monopolistic power that I think would merit a response from the United States Congress. So big government get elected to Congress, fathead. (laughs) Come on, like not your jurisdiction. That's like Lindsey Graham coming down to Georgia to talk about the election. And it's like, no, dude, not your state. Out, out, out. You know, yeah. Anyway, I mean, I thought that government was not supposed to interfere with the free market. That's what I've been told by Republicans for the last 50 years. That, oh, yeah, keep your government hands off my free market or whatever the hell it is they say. Just like the fact that he's trying to hang it on Congress to me is hilarious because yeah. it's like when a raccoon comes to your cat door, you know, <laughs> and you catch it stealing cat food and it looks at you like, uh, meow? You know, like, <laughs> well, you're not in Congress, Ron DeSantis. I'm sorry. Like, anyway. Well, here are a couple of disturbing Elon Musk stories before we uh, have to take a, a last break here. Uh, Musk is feeding his own tweets into our timelines now. I don't follow Musk anymore. In fact, I had to mute him. No, I blocked him and I still see his tweets. Yeah, his tweets come up. But I mean, not in terms of other people tweeting it or retweeting his stuff. I'm talking about the tweets no, just coming just up in your feed. here in my timeline. Yeah, so he yeah. has, yeah, so he has changed the Twitter news feed so that everyone sees his tweets. I, this is just another step into Elon Musk turning Twitter into his own personal discussion forum. And by the way, he paid $44 billion to have his own personal discussion for him. He could have paid $0 and installed a plug-in on a Squarespace page. I mean, if he really wanted some sort of online fiefdom, he could have done that and saved a whole lot of money. But instead, he's paid $44 billion so that we would all have to read his shit unless we were to, of course, block or mute him, which I have now done. Plus, not only are Elon Musk's tweets showing up in my feed, but you know who else's tweet showed up in my feed for no explicable reason? Mm -hmm. Fucking Kevin Sorbo. You know how much energy I've spent talking or thinking about Kevin Sorbo? Like fucking zero. I don't give a flying fuck 
what Kevin Sorbo has to say. He is entirely irrelevant in every possible sense, from entertainment to politics and every point in between. But now Kevin Sorbo's tweets are being fed into my newsfeed on Twitter. Ugh. Why? I don't know. I mean, are we, still, are we still supposed to believe that Elon Musk is doing this in a nonpartisan way? That's, this is just about free speech and he's just kind of being a chaos agent and just fucking things up, shaking up the ant farm, as I've been saying? Or is there some sort of deliberate effort to push away liberals? So that this gigantic platform, the world's most powerful bathroom wall. See, but I don't think he wants to push away liberals. He just wants to make us sad. This is the whole, th- you know, like he wants us to stay there and have to see him show his entire ass to the world. <laughs> because, you know, that's the whole point. That's why he didn't build his own Substack or whatever or start a Telegram channel was because it had to be the cool kids toy. He, he already said to people, like especially when it came to the judgy hall monitors, he asked people to leave. He said, please go. Please go. And then he tweeted right after that, namaste, with the thank you, uh, whatever it is, the thank you praying yeah, but hands emoji. he doesn't emoji. mean that. Yeah, I, I don't like know. It's like when your mom goes, fine, eat whatever you want for dinner. You know, like. <laughs> well, that's see, possible, that, too. That's not what. Yeah. No, that's exactly what's happening. He's trying to put up, because he keeps trying, this is Elon's pattern. It's where he shits on the rug, and then he tries to cover it up. Yeah. He shits on the rug, and he tries to cover it up. Like, he says something stupid to Tim Cook, and Tim Cook doesn't tweet back at him, and he, like, deletes his tweet. I mean, mm-hmm. this is just his whole pattern. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. No, I... Well, he totally was like, fine, leave. I don't care. I'm having a great party just here by myself with the punch bowl. I don't care if you leave. Now, that's what, totally what he's doing. Oh, yeah. Well, in the meantime, I'm looking forward to watching all the anti-vaxxers line up to get Elon Musk's neural link installed in their heads. Here, you know what? I've got, a, I've got an exclusive sound of what the neural link sounds like. This is uh, what Elon Musk is developing. It gets inserted into your brain. And then you get to have superpowers or something like that. And he said in six months, it's going to be ready for human trials. Well, here's the latest version of Neuralink. Neuralink by Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) He totally wants to have a certain number of people on the planet. Wait. Yeah. There it goes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> where he wants to be able to come on every morning like the principal doing announcements over the loudspeaker mm-hmm. and pull his pud for all of his fanboys to listen to straight on their neural links. It's like he, that's yeah. what he wanted Twitter to be. And then he realized he couldn't make everybody listen to him at once. Right. And that we were all making fun of him. Well, I, I can't even imagine getting one of those microchips inserted in your brain, a microchip developed by Elon Musk. Good God. I, we've seen what he's doing with Twitter. Now, what would be even worse, I think, than getting one of his microchips installed in your brain is getting on the nose end of one of his SpaceX rocket ships, which sounds to me as if it's just going to be like something they would do on Jackass. Like the way you would ride a SpaceX yeah. ship is like Johnny Knoxville, where you Velcro yourself to the outside. No, but again, of it. No, this is like an existing technology, though, that they jumped onto. Like it's like a space plane was already a thing they've been working on for fifty years. Yeah, you know, yeah. Which is why Jeff Bezos has one too, without the proprietary technology from SpaceX, because the space plane has just been a thing. Yeah, like yeah. I've been reading about those since the seventies. Mm-hmm. So he didn't invent that. But I mean, yeah. I, but you know, I, mean, I, I heard I, if you get the Elon Musk implant, you just like walk into traffic and then you just suddenly stop and then you <laughs> stop. And then... 
Well, and then you start accelerating and control and running over pedestrians. I mean, it seems like SpaceX has done a fine job in developing these rockets that are reusable and they can land back uh, sort of in the same configuration in which they left Earth. They can land again. But I wouldn't blame anyone for being terrified of an Elon Musk rocket to Mars because of how erratic and irrational and bizarre he is. It's just one of those things so where here's if he's... pop quiz. Yeah. You have to pick one. You have to kick okay. the Bezos space plane uh-huh. uh, to the edge of space and back or the Musk space plane or the Branson space plane. Who do you uh. feel? You know, which one do you choose? I would take Branson because he has an actual airline. Yes, I agree. There is a certain level. Of, but then again, Amazon, they might be able to get you there super quick. Yeah. <laughs> like the reverse order. Yeah, if exactly. you're a Prime member, they can get you to the atmosphere and back before you even finish ordering. Exactly. Yeah. Um. yeah. The first choice would be Branson. Second choice, Bezos. Third choice, like distant third would be the Elon Musk, SpaceX yeah. uh, rockets. Um, wouldn't that <laughs> Elon be- Musk or a buzzard with cancer of the wing. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, and by the way, uh, Elon Musk is torturing the fuck out of monkeys with this uh, Neuralink research. And it's, it's awful. Some of the research that's come out, that's been leaked out as far as what's happening to these monkeys is fucking terrifying and entirely unsurprising that Elon Musk would be on some level connected to this kind of uh, scientific abuse of animals. Yeah, I know it happens a lot. I'm sure there are people who have submitted to this on like a fucking, you know, offshore, some kind of lab somewhere that you have to get a helicopter to get to or something. There are people who are so, such idiots, such weird nerds that they're, you know, in... (laughs) the tank for Musk that they're like, yeah, give me the implant. I don't care if it's been tested. I want it. I want to be the first. I want to be the first to get a, a Musk implant. You yeah, know? yeah. And, and they'll be the same people who were screaming about, uh, you know, getting microchipped by the COVID vaccine. <laughs> you know, right. bitching about that, but oh, get, let me get in line for Elon Musk's Neuralink. That'll, that'll be safe. <laughs> that'll be no problem there. Even though I'm just going to get fed constant Elon Musk tweets into my subconscious. That'll be fine. That'll be fine. I'll, I'll accept that. All right. Well, we're going to take one last break, and then I've got some great news coming from the Arizona 6th District and that particular mm. race there. This is still midterms news, but Republicans always making things worse for Republicans. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up right after these words. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Bob Seska plays more music. Why, if 
it's that time of year when we all rejoice with the ones we love but I've been searching high and low for someone that I lost not so long ago where is Christmas uh, the great Dave Moulter where's Christmas here yeah, link in the description to support all the indie bands here on the show. Um, Where is Christmas? I love this one. BobSuska.com slash music to submit. Okay. Uh, I just noticed on Twitter during the break that Jim Jordan is threatening to investigate Apple because they don't want to advertise on Twitter anymore. <laughs> this is something that we're doing now. That's the House of Representatives clearly tackling the crisis of inflation and the crisis at the border and all the rest of it. Yeah, investigating companies because they've decided not to advertise with another company. So uh, in addition to that, this is my favorite story of the day. Republicans making things worse for Republicans, David. Uh, in this freakout, this Carrie Lake-led sore loser freakout in Arizona, uh, regarding the vote counting and all the rest of it, which they're entirely making up. It's now going to potentially lose the Republicans one seat in the House of Representatives because of the shenanigans going on down there. A rural GOP county in Arizona could cost its own party a House seat in an already narrow majority if it does not certify its election results. This is from the Washington Examiner, but it's being broadly reported across all media. Republican Juan Siscomani is the projected winner for the Arizona's 6th Congressional District. Despite being regarded as a rising star in his party, however, he could lose his seat to Democrat Kirsten Engel because the GOP-controlled supervisors of Cochise County voted on Monday to delay the certification of the results from the midterm elections despite the November 28 deadline and without evidence of problems with the local counts. So the county's decision risks excluding close to 47,000 Arizonans' votes and could eliminate the 38,000 votes cast for Siscomani Per the county's report logs. Great. Yes, I, I think. I love this plan. Keep going, Republicans. You're doing great. This is uh, exactly what we've been talking about. They're so centered on looking tough and, as Donald Trump says, strong. They're very, very strong. He wants to look strong. And then, by extension, Carrie Lake wants to look strong. But what they're doing is they're, as I was saying before, with Elon Musk and Donald Trump and all the rest of it, they're walking into their own propeller. Like that guy in Indiana Jones fighting <laughs> fighting on that tarmac. Except they're doing it deliberately. It's like, oh, look, that propeller's spinning around. Let's go see what that feels like to walk headfirst into it. <laughs> and that's exactly what they're doing. So, I wonder if I can be friends with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this would be fucking hilarious if they lost this congressional seat because these guys who are disciples of Donald Trump are refusing to certify the votes in that county. I fucking love this story. And especially right in the middle of this pitched battle for who's going to be the next Speaker of the House. Is it going to be uh, Kevin McCarthy or is it going to be Jim Jordan or Matt Gates or whoever the fuck? And so now that would also mean, in addition to losing one vote on legislation, 
a one vote as far as securing the majority, but also Kevin McCarthy would lose another vote <laughs> for speaker, which I'm just I'm drinking this down like Coca-Cola. The guy is like it's like Ted Cruz has been running for president since he turned 11. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, Kevin McCarthy has everything he has done, every single move he has made or not made over the last five years has been in, you know, triangulating to be the Speaker of the House. Yeah. And now even if he does get it, it's going to be like sticking his dick in a hornet's nest. I just <laughs> Right. Oh, and by the way, speaking of sticking his dick in a hornet's nest, Joel Greenberg. The former Florida tax collector, who is also Matt Gates's pimp, was sentenced uh, Thursday to 11 years in prison after pleading guilty to crimes ranging from wire fraud to sex trafficking a minor. Greenberg pleaded guilty last May to six of the 33 federal charges he was facing, including charges of stalking, identity theft, wire fraud, and conspiracy to bribe a public official, as well as one charge of sex trafficking, further confirming the idea that it's Republicans. If there is one scandal in this country revolving around sexual assault, it has to do with Republicans. 883 cases since 2016 of Republicans and sexual assault or child porn or some combination of of all of those things, that's all been reported. They've either been arrested or convicted or both. And that, that is... Who's counting, really? (laughs) I know, that's the real epidemic in this country. And by the way, just if, if you're keeping score at home, the number of trans people who've committed sexual assault in bathrooms remains at zero. So there you go. (laughs) Anyway, meantime, oh, and finally, speaking of uh, judicial news here, speaking of legal news, a federal grand jury has convicted Oath Keepers founder Stuart Rhodes of seditious conspiracy for plotting to forcefully disrupt the transfer of power for the insurrection on January 6th. Kelly Meggs, who ran the Florida chapter of the Oath Keepers at the time of the Jan 6th attack, was also convicted of seditious conspiracy and other felonies. Seditious conspiracy carries a maximum penalty of 20 years in prison. Hooray. Mm. So if this grand jury sees... Couldn't happen to a nicer couple of dickbags. Serious. <laughs> like, right. If a grand jury sees a conspiratorial linkage between the Oath Keepers and Donald Trump, this could be very, very bad for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we saw from the January 6th hearings, there is linkage between the White House and the Oath Keepers. This is going to get better and better and better. Those of you who are concerned that justice will not be served on this, I think you're going to be uh, pleasantly surprised. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be, you know, a Fitzmas-style Christmas present, <laughs> which doesn't exist because, fit, as you were saying before, David, Fitzmas was a big letdown. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it'll be uh, January or at some point soon. You know, House Sparks is saying that uh, he thinks that Donald Trump won't make it through the spring with this presidential run. I don't think he gives up that easily. I mean, I try not to disagree with House Sparks, especially when he's right. But in this case, I think mm-hmm. I think Donald Trump will stay in this for as long as possible, even if he's indicted, because he's just that stupid. As I was saying before, all well, he needs to do. I mean, yeah. you know, the grift, he's got to keep the grift up because that's how he funds everything. Yeah, exactly. I mean, none of his businesses are actually making money. So so that's uh, cash. Is it, baby. Cash for him. Absolutely. Right. So uh, there you go. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We've all got our fingers crossed here. That's something will happen soon. 
When you least expect it, expect it. That's how this shit has gone. We had no idea there was going to be a pre-dawn raid at Mar-a-Lago. We had no idea that there were grand juries. All these things surprised us. Said, oh, wow, look at this. Not only is there a grand jury investigating Donald Trump for January 6th, but there's also another grand jury investigating Donald Trump and the Mar-a-Lago top-secret document theft. Espionage, in that case. See, now that would be perfect. Donald Trump convicted on espionage charges and seditious conspiracy. He's covering all of the worst bases when it comes to the worst things that you could do, the most unpatriotic things you could do. I mean, all that would be sort of the, the cherry on top of that b- big, beautiful Mar-a-Lago chocolate cake would be some form of, uh, oh, yeah, Donald mm. Trump selling state secrets to the Russians or, or the Saudis or something like that. And you know what? That could still happen. <laughs> Dare to dream. All right, the uh, Shadow Docket's coming up next. What are we going to talk about? Sex-related injuries? Is that what you were mentioning? Is that what we're going to do? David, are you there? David is not there. We've lost David. Okay, we'll pick him up again on the Shadow Docket. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye. Maybe this Christmas
Is Christmas? 